0: Welcome to the Conditional Release Program, a podcast that delves into the netherworld of cults, crims and con artists. We don't like these people in its shows. We believe the best way to expose them is to hold them up to a harsh line, put our index fingers in their general direction and mock them mercilessly. Take them down a peg or two until they cease to exist in any other form than the shit on our shoes. I'm Jack the Insider, otherwise known as Peter Hoisted for tax purposes.
1: And I'm Joel Hill, and today we are looking at extraterrestrials. So much terrestrial. They're creatures from beyond the moon. Mm. Do they exist? Where's the evidence? Beyond the moon. There's so much beyond the moon. What do we know about it? Well, a former president of the United States, privy to intelligence, we are not says there's some curious sightings that simply cannot be explained.
0: And we're not talking about the Trumpster having an out-of-body KFC salt and fat experience, <laughs> Joel. Big Barry Obama has got the antenna out and had a good look around and found one or two ETs or maybe signs of them. And that's the answer we need questions to. Are we going to get something soft and cuddly like ET or a vicious cunt like Predator that will need an army of Schwarzeneggers to stop from him wearing our skeletons on that nifty belt of his? Hmm. And we'll get right on aliens. (coughs) And we'll get right on aliens, whether they exist and if Prime Minister Scott Morrison might actually be one after this, because we have a show packed with news today. There's so much going on around the world, let alone the known universe, that you're probably struggling to keep pace. But rest easy, folks, because we'll put it all together in snack-sized, consumable bits that you can nibble on to your heart's content. That's right. It's time for the Conditional Release Program's Weekly News. Joe, kicking it off. Uh, vaccine murdered people. Uh, those who have taken the vaccine and have died because of it are being turned into fertilizer.
1: That's exactly what you. <laughs> I wish that wasn't true. Oh God! So I was doing my uh, routine mental health check on Pete Evans Telegram, and I found something I just simply could not ignore. <laughs> It wasn't from Pete, just buried in the comments. And if you know Telegram well, you'll know that it was a random link on a completely unrelated post. As usual, it's like they're fucking bots. Honestly, maybe they are. The headline was, and I quote: "Now, twenty U.S. states liquefy vaccine murdered people and spread their flesh goo on fru- food crops as fertilizer." Well,
0: how could you?
1: How could you not yeah, click on that? Yeah. I mean, that is Isn't
0: that is. That is the ultimate clickbait. Yeah. Flesh
1: goo. Flesh yeah.
0: goo on food crops as fertilizer. Yeah. Lovely bit of alliteration there towards the end.
1: It led me down a bit of a rabbit hole. And there's a few elements to this. And as per usual, there is a really big kernel of truth to it. So the premise of the article is based around the idea of bio sludge. And this is the use of waste products in agriculture, mm. like, you know shit. We're actually fertilizing crops with shit. Well,
0: we've been doing that, to be fair, quite a long time. Well, yeah, animal I mean, shit.
1: <laughs> I think we are
0: sort of go, going back going back to the beginning of, of, of agriculture. people shit, like chicken the shit. Of, the beginning of civilization. Horse
1: shit. You know? About,
0: so about 10,000 years ago.
1: Yeah, well, look, now it's people shit. <laughs> so we shit. have been doing
0: that bit quite a while, but this is different. This is quite this is, different. This is human shit this
1: is human shit mm, it's treated shit different. though it's treated and some would argue quite mm. rightly that it's not treated oh, enough shit. which is it's it's true because there are actually fairly <laughs> alarming amounts of chemicals left behind in the bio slides which ranges from pharmaceuticals like the contraceptive pill mm. and fucking you know antidepressants to like <laughs> just straight up cleaning products and that sketchy stuff you flush down the toilet when you put the toilet duck in it's fucked up so this is all true and I'm not going to contest <laughs> this I really won't like it's just this is legit on the record stuff Reports from Aussie farmers have stated, you know, landline on the ABC and stuff. The grazing fields treated with this stuff is way more drought resistant. A little bit of rain goes a long way. It seems like this stuff is really fucking useful. Now, the next step is into the wild wilderness of the health ranger, who he called himself that, Mike Adams of Natural News, who is basically like banned from Google. His brain is wonderful. He made this incredibly shit film called Biosludged about this phenomenon, which uses the kind of scare tactics you would see in a really shit 1990s political ad. It's all like these black and white scenes, (laughs) scary keywords flashed up on the screen. I mean, like there's like, everything has subtitles, but any inflammatory word comes up in red. It's just like, it's like, it just is no wonder that these people are so fucking paralysed in fear and anxiety because they watch this shit at night and all they're watching is just like long, <laughs> prolonged attack ads. It's designed to
0: how long attack ads, you know, with, with the occasional appearance of the Grim Reaper pointing, pointing a gnarled, skeletal, skeletal finger at at, at It's someone not a there. healthy yes. format. So yes. it's not a healthy format
1: at all. It's fucking no, terrifying. No. I can really see why these people are affected.
0: It's actually terrifying. We bad advertising oh, as well, <clears throat> but we have something called called water cremation. So this is a
1: thing. This is an actual thing. This is an actual thing. And this is something you came to use to me. It's a sustainable way to dispose of the dead. And basically, you throw a body into a big pressure cooker full of alkalines. And in a few hours, all you have is bones and whatever else was shoved in their body over life. Pacemakers, implants, metal poles, and whatever else you've had shoved into you by ruthless medical professionals. And most importantly, mercury fillings, which like... All this stuff just sinks to the bottom and you, they just get scooped out. And, you know, the bones are given back to the family as like these crushed remains. There's a whole system here. One of the things that's interesting here is the mercury that is in there. People who had amalgams back in the day when dentists were unqualified hacks and put batteries in people's mouths. <laughs> Medi- medieval, Truly medieval, medieval times. Medieval sword, within man. our yeah. lifetime, The time when these old oldies are getting cremated that mercury is going into the fucking air and that's a large source of mercury pollution Uh, dental amalgams being burned in cremations so there is actually a real benefit to having the you know this water cremation it is not only sustainable because you don't incinerate bodies and turn them into smoke but you also have this way of not putting noxious heavy metals into the air it's brilliant but what's left of this water Mm. cremation is a rich molass of human goo with peptides and amino acids and all these lovely minerals and things which when the pH level is brought back down is a pretty great fertilizer you can see where this is fucking going right it'd look a bit like Nutella it it? actually does apparently it's a brown goo yeah like it's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes this is actually used as fertilizer in forests and the family is given a gps location so they can go and visit the trees that sucked up their loved ones and like you know like the trees grow and do tree stuff with it yeah photosynthesize or whatever the fuck trees
0: (laughs) do against ants yeah yeah so yeah okay so this is going on this is this is going on in 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 you know in the lesser understood and appreciated parts of um, human disposal. Yes, yep. You know because we all we're all born and we all die.
1: We are, and we need to be disposed of, which is a really fucked up idea. But uh, as uh, as Frank Reynolds said in mm. his son in Philadelphia, just throw me in the trash. <laughs> so Pretty- sustainable funeral industry will generally dispose of the goo in Australia. It's illegal to flush it in the toilet, but in the USA it goes straight down the dunny into the fucking sewerage. And the sewerage, yep, this is where this Mm. is going, gets turned into fucking bio sludge, which then goes onto crops. So there is an industry out there Mm. that's doing sustainable cremations, which then turns people into goo, which then goes into shit, which then turns into fertilizer. Like, this is actually happening. I fucking love this. And for me, this is one of those things that is like, wow, humans are amazing. The way that we can create better nature through urbanized living I just think it's beautiful, but these fucking morons who make films like Bioslides are continually trying to raise any kind of progress we make as human beings, put a black and white filter on it, dreadful music behind it, and make the whole thing seem bad. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Stop holding us back. It's just your normal dead. Well, now we've now we've got a link
0: between yes. the vaccine dead. Yeah, see, and this is slides. the
1: thing that makes this beautiful and so much more worthy of the podcast. Is that. The whole premise behind this in this fucking health ranger's mind, as syphilitic as it may be, is that the whole reason why this has to happen is because the vaccine program is a depopulation program. So initially we had just, you know, fertilized human goo on crops. And to be honest, for me, that's enough. Mm. If I was a proper idiot, that would alarm the fuck out of me. You've already got me on the hook. But just to make it spicier... It's because they need an efficient way of disposing of the vast amount of bodies of that are all going to die in mm. 6, 12, 18, 36 <laughs> the, months. The
0: mountain, the mountain mm. of the Himalayan mountain of corpses. Yeah, exactly. That will be left uh, after everyone's been vaccinated. Yeah. Because so that's the thing.
1: You know, they're all going to die. what are we going to
0: do in order not to draw attention to the Himalayan mountain of corpses?
1: And personally, this uh, and, would be a problem. And here's for me. the answer, Joel. Well, the thing is, is if we had a situation where the only people left on the planet were actually anti-vaxxers, I would jump on that Himalayan mountain in fucking seconds because I do not (laughs) want to live on a planet that only contains anti-vaxxers. I would go and find a vaccine shot and I would take it immediately they would
0: almost that all be that all be gone within 2 years of diphtheria yes but anyway, they um,
1: would <laughs> uh, yeah they would learn the art of polio you know, so what 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 this is going to oh, do? They're yeah. going to, you know, they're going to water cremate them, and they're going to feed them. It to the does crops.
0: explain. It does explain toilet paper hoarding too. But anyway, it does go on. it?
1: adjust and the thing that's really funny about this is that in this perfect situation for them, imagine the anti-vaxxers—the are the only people left on Earth—and they're eating like kings because the crops are so fertile. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't see where this is a problem. <laughs> so
0: well, well fertilized,
1: <laughs> it's a flawless <laughs> plan the for
0: Volkswagen
1: Why are they upset by this? Okay, well, I'll tell you why they're upset by this. Because anti-vaxxers can never be fucking... Pleased. What's happening here is that our filthy human goo brought back down to pH and fertilizing the mm. crops has vaccine, this is a, a direct quote, so excuse the grammar, vaccine origination Uh-oh. RNA fragments in I know it, where this is going. Which yeah. is somehow going to fuck yeah. with the crops. So I don't know, no, Like, what, well. are the beetroots going to talk to us? Yeah. You know, what's the go?
0: Mm, yeah, well, that, you know. That
1: Volkswagen-sized carrot is probably just dripping with carcinogens. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, like it's Ugh. just ridiculous. So, this is, of course, the, the 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 mind of the health ranger, Mike Adams, who, thank Christ, is banned from Google. So, there's something you may not have known before. Uh, I hope you uh, really strap yourself in for that one. They're liquefying people to feed the crops.
0: Not just people, the vaccinated. Yes, yeah, the dead. vaccinated,
1: the vaccine um, murdered, not, as they no, say.
0: The, vac- uh, the yeah, <laughs> vaccine murdered.
1: I fucking love
0: this uh, so much. Uh, being, uh, being so so next time this when, you, when you admire a piece of broccoli, you go, well, there you go. Yeah. There's a vaccinated dead chipping in there.
1: There is something good to come from the <laughs> Pfizer vaccine that isn't just a herd immunity from COVID-19. It's delicious, delicious <laughs> produce. <laughs> So personally, I want them sure. to, you know, just take out the, the the metal inside me, God knows what there is, and then just spray me on some passion fruit crops. Mm-hmm. I wanna come back as a delicious, <laughs> delicious passion fruit. Would you like a passion fruit? It's a circle of life, Jack. <laughs>
0: Pop it on a pav or throw it Uh, in a big job. Every human actually has minute amounts of precious uh, uh, metals inside them. Gold, for example. Uh, I'm a gold mine. You might want to come back to us and let the listeners know if there's a quid to be made in human mining. Vaccinated (laughs) vaccinated dead (laughs) human mining.
1: Oh, now, is bless. the deep
0: state giving us a rattle first and knocking out a bit of the good stuff before turning us into bio sludge?
1: Well, quite possibly. I love the idea of uh, having you know Alan Kohler uh, describing the price of iron ore and also the price of human remains on the uh, the seven o'clock news. <laughs> Indeed, the price
0: of the price of bio sludge, ton.
1: vaccinated bio sludge and non-vaccinated bio sludge. You don't want the vaccinated stuff. It makes the carrots want to eat you. So, look. Oh, my God. That's right. They're triffids, mm. basically triffids. So, in a place that wouldn't know a passion fruit covered pav, it <laughs> smacked it in the chest, what's the go with the Wuhan flu, Jack? What's the go?
0: Well, a year and a half on from the first cases in Wuhan, the the origins of COVID-19 are still unknown but the off rejected theory of a leak from the uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology is shaping up as a distinct possibility. Not the mad conspiracist nonsense as was originally reported.
1: Yeah, and honestly, if this turns out to be the case, I'm sorry, I'm not giving you a free pass. You don't get bonus credits for being racist. (laughs) This was not a solid theory. You were just being racist cunts. No, 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 no. You weren't right. You made shit up and reality found you.
0: It is a bit of a ner ner from yeah, uh, from fun- the conservative uh, elements of media. Yeah. As if I'm in the first cluster of infections at the Huanan mark- wet market in China's Hubei province in uh, late 2019, the most likely theory was that the coronavirus jumped from animals to humans. Zoonotic infection, folks. There'll be a test afterwards. Zoonotic <laughs> is what it's called. In you some a theories of multiple jump from pangolin to bat to human. Uh, That was one of the theories and evidence pointed to the fact that COVID-19 shares a genetic similarity with uh, bat viruses to around 96%. Now, this week, a classified US intelligence report was leaked to the media, which suggested that three researchers at the uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology had to go to hospital for coronavirus-like symptoms way back in November 2019, Feels like only a month before the first cases were reported, yep. the report has given you way to the lab leak uh, theory. With U.S. President Joe Biden uh, ordering American laboratories to launch a new investigation with a specific list of questions for the Chinese government. The United States will also keep working with like-minded partners around the world to press China to participate in a full, transparent, evidence-based inter- international investigation ah. and to provide access to all relevant data and evidence, Good luck that. Joe Biden said in a statement on Wednesday. Yeah. His press secretary, Jen Psaki, said uh, the uh, White House supported a new World Health Organization investigation. They've already had two in China, but that would require China finally stepping up and allowing access uh, needed to determine the origin, Saki like said. Mm. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the uh, US top infectious disease expert, expert, said of the lab leak theory on 11 May. That possibility certainly exists, and I'm totally in favour of a full investigation of whether that could have happened, unquote. Ooh. He was a little bit more certain of the zoonotic uh, creation of coronavirus uh, in the early true, days. True, true. Changed, changed his turn a little bit. But then the man had his man had his brain completely scrambled by the Trump administration. Yeah, and also, anyway, that's what Simon say. says. Uh,
1: the- they changed their mind. Well, yeah, based that's true, absolutely
0: true. They changed their mind on, on, yeah, based on changing that's evidence. Exactly yeah, right. that's right. Joe Biden says the majority of the, the U.S. intelligence community have coalesced around that, the scenario that is the lab leak scenario. But at this stage, U.S. intel does, quote, does not believe there is sufficient information to assess one to be more likely than the other, end mm. quote. Our other countries have also, have, have also long insisted. China may have covered up the origins of the pandemic and a lab leak is a viable argument, although they have no evidence for it. And, of course, Australian trade has suffered because uh, the Morrison government said there should be an investigation into Wuhan. Yep. Uh, But it looks like the pangolin and the bat might might have been shafted, given a bit of the uh, Reuben Hurricane Carter treatment and lynched in the morning after a speedy trial. But despite a World Health Organisation investigation of the origins of the pandemic earlier this year. Experts do not appear to be any closer to a definite answer. It's all Mm. about access, folks. Spanish flu is the same, by the way, and with the prevailing theory that it came from uh, US military training camps in and around uh, Kansas in the Midwest. But that's just a theory, yeah. and no one's quite sure. Very likely that it came from the United States from uh, military or from
1: servicemen. And they were quite uh, about go it. Go
0: to Europe. Uh, that's World why War we don't know. Um, but just exactly the origins, the precise origins of the Spanish flu yeah. are not known. They're only speculated on. The lab, the lab leak theory is that c- the coronavirus may have accidentally escaped from a laboratory instead of going the zoonotic route, jumping species in a flurry. Those who support the idea believe it happened at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, where scientists have been studying bat-borne viruses since the SARS-CoV-1 outbreak in 2002, which killed uh, a mere 774 people worldwide. Uh, inside the lab, researchers experiment with live viruses in animals to decipher how susceptible humans might be. Yeah. <laughs> nice work if you can get it. Uh, Great there uniforms. Was a, there was a World Health Organisation report prepared late last year. In fact, uh, it was published uh, in March of this year that was inconclusive. or it came up with inconclusive findings, but it is certain and not yes, and not just from whose many who's many critics. The Chinese officials heard of the investigators about provide very limited access yeah. to conduct their inquiries. Uh, the Wuhan Institute of uh, Virology is just a few miles away from the Huanan Wet Market, where the first cases were detected. So it's detected. So that's a sort of break even on the evidence too. And most people who subscribe to the lab leak theory think it was an accident, not done on purpose by China, as some conspiracy theorists claim. But, mm. ooh, it's a biggie. It's a big accusation. And an investigation of the origins of the pandemic was ordered by the World Health Organization soon after the virus started spreading more widely in March 2020. A team of uh, WHO scientists... Was supposed to fly to Wuhan at the time, that's March 2020, but were blocked by Chinese authorities. Yeah, yeah, Nothing to exactly. see here, folks. They finally arrived uh, almost a year later, Useful. in January 2021, after, a year after the outbreak. And their final report, published in March, as I said before, concluded that it was likely to very likely that the coronavirus jumped from a bat to a human, yes, possibly via Pangolin via an un, or what they said was an unidentified animal species. That's probably because they haven't seen a pangolin and uh, they are a bit rare. Anyway, in response to the US President's statement this week, China has accused the US of playing politics. (laughs) Foreign Ministry spokesman, they're getting more and more like the North Koreans, some of of their crap. Foreign foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lien said it shows the US, quote, doesn't care about facts and truth, nor is it interested in serious scientific (laughs) origin tracing, unquote. He claimed the US wants to... Wants to quote, use the epidemic to engage in stigmatization oh, mm-hmm. and political manipula- manipulation yeah. and to shirk responsibility. This is disrespectful to science. It's disrespectful to science, Joe, and irresponsible to people's lives, and moreover, it undermines the global unity of efforts to fight the epidemic, Mr. Zhao added. It's just not right. Yeah, they you know, they know the sook. Anyway, I, for one, absolutely fucking hate yeah, the idea same. that Diddy has got this one right. Yeah. Uh, looks like they might have. But if it does turn out to be a fucking lab leak, There's going to be some real smart fuckers on Telegram. (laughs) We we knew this and you ignored us. And the money's mainstream media. racism. You didn't know shit. For the sake of humanity. (laughs) it was a guess. Anyway, for the sake of humanity and my own mental health, I hope that is not the case. But now, to the Melbourne lockdown protest, Joe,
1: Big day for the usual fuckwits in Melbourne. The most pilled state. The most mm-hmm. pilled city, the most pilled part, and it should be Western Australia. But somehow, Melbourne has just fucking run with the ball. Really become very pilled city. And how very Perth pill is city. An, or Mandra. I mean, I just don't understand. So Melbourne is once again under lockdown. And what was going to be yet another pointless protest against a non-existent mandatory vaccination program has become a much spicier affair as the entire event has been ruled illegal as fuck due to the recent COVID outbreak in Victoria. Who would have thought? So many football stadiums so full for so long. Turns out one of them went to Marvel and saw North play. I think it was Essendon. Well done. I know. In
0: in what was literally the worst game of the year.
1: I mean, it was actually. I mean, the
0: standard wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. But basically, in terms yeah. of who who yeah. who cares it's just about the this? Worst. Um, Essendon just. North Melbourne, a relatively small crowd and. I'm COVID infected turned up there at Marvel. As a North supporter,
1: I am I am absolutely Get a over. New it. Hobby. Uh not want to mm. take this lying down as the entire lockdown movement is just a group certification of opposition defiant disorder. The freedom movement are keen to go ahead as planned. And all they did. Several prominent <laughs> Well, they tried. As best they could. So yeah. several prominent anti-lockdown people, including Rafael Fernandez, were issued with stern warnings from cops saying if they showed up tomorrow, they would be arrested. Probably violently by Victoria's finest. I fully support them in this endeavor. Honestly, mm-hmm. you were fucking warned. So a few people bowed in the event, and quite wisely and quite publicly, after being told by the cops that they'd be done for incitement. A poster on Telegram for the Australian Vaccination Risk Network, who appeared to be Meryl Dory, but I'm not sure. An arch villain of vaccines everywhere. Like they're just they're terrified at the sight of this wrinkled individual desperately <laughs> attempted to backtrack on their part in organising the rally while maintaining a fairly pathetic and see-through, desperate, defiant attitude. It was really like, oh, this is unlawful, freedom, freedom, freedom. But at the end of the day, the threat of an incitement charge just proved too harsh for some of these freedom fighters.
0: Look, what is wrong with these people, you know? I mean, they, 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 don't they understand? They've got, they've got to make some sacrifices here.
1: They've got to go
0: to... Uh, Gandy went to
1: jail. Why can't they? What would the Anzacs do, right? Oh, oh dear, oh, dear. Some did of it's the Anzacs so ran onto mean, the beach in Gallipoli and said, Oh, oh, incitement charges. Oh, I better stay <laughs> home. No, they ran to their deaths. <laughs> their, their horrible, horrible deaths.
0: Oh, look, just harden up, you people. That's right. <laughs> incitement. I can't go to jail. I'm too pretty. <laughs>
1: I'm too. Pretty oh, Meryl, don't from worry. Jail. You've got no problems there. So other right. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That oh, was that was nice. That was below no. the fucking belt. No. She is one of the worst people in Australia. Yeah, that was so. that
0: was definitely a low shot, a low blow.
1: Other well-known right-wing agitators took this warning like a red rag to a bull. Rafael Fernandez, quite rightly, I must say, mocked the utterly terrible handwriting of the cop that left him his love letter. Uh, I mean, look, it was bad. Bad, bad handwriting. It looked oh, like I Thanos saw that. wrote it, yeah, basically. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, it's just really bad. <laughs> yeah. Sandy and Sharon, who are great friends of the podcast, linked us into their sort of group chat on Twitter and just sent us so much useful information today. Bless your hearts. Yes, thank you. Thank but you to you kicked both. Off, well, they kicked it. off with an excellent video of this cooked fucking idiot named Anthony Lev on Facebook getting a warning at night. Yeah,
0: Anthony Lev's got some, I'd say some, not mm. pedigree within the Liberal Party. And um, interesting to see him there with his oh. doormat. His doormat
1: says, Just come back fucked. with a warrant. So I mean, you think he's so hard, he's, but like, you just crumble in front of the cop. Come back with a warrant. Oh, uh, it
0: was—it was, it was, it was funny. really funny. Yeah, come I back loved it. Warrant. This
1: guy knows nothing about the law except for the shit that he's read on fucking Telegram, and he keeps <laughs> on yakking on about how the cop couldn't be like an authorized health officer. And the cop shows him this card, and he's like, "Oh, that's 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 my name." And you want to look at the back here? <laughs> Yeah, that's an illegal card. It must be illegal. That it must, must be illegal, be illegal because card. it doesn't fit with my narrative. <laughs>
0: the cop was, would basically probably studied uh, a few, uh, a few uh, law subjects himself. Uh, certainly, he certainly handled it well and. <laughs> and seemed to have a better grasp of the law than uh, young Bush lawyer Anthony He Leib. did. He
1: had this beautiful, stoic, patient and bored kind of approach to it, which was just like, <laughs> I know what you're going to say next. Okay, yep, no. have, yep okay. do your thing. All right. Yep. No Good worries. Good boy. All Keep right. going. Fucking idiot.
0: Here's your notice. So Read your notice. Yeah. Arrest started coming in hard and fast uh, from about 11 a.m. on the Saturday with various live streams covering the carnage. The anti-lockdown folk whined about some fruity examples of police violence, but none were captured on the 1,000 or more live thousand. streams happening at the
1: time. I'm putting them in the things Definitely that didn't did happen, not fucking happen basket. at all. They're just so full of shit. Mm. God, these people lie. So the ironically named Peacemakers saw one of their leaders, Nick Banjo-Patterson, like, you know, everyone who did fucking oh. general English Aussie, knows about Banjo-Patterson, me being one of them, <laughs> throwing a punch at about 12 fucking... Victorian police officers heavily armed in black pajamas. Do no, just don't, don't do, do it. <laughs> so he came out second best in handcuffs and a bleeding do head, that. but there's some really great footage of like him going in for the punch mm. and then like getting carted off with a bleeding head. I am very much looking forward to seeing how that genius move plays out in the courts later this year. I'm sure magistrates just love that kind of stuff. So apparently, and this is Not one on the great fine, Patterson is mates with a really a bunch of just good blokes. Uh, you know, some people call them white nationalists. I think that's a bit harsh. Jazz Jazzybee, proud boy. Maybe he's a big <laughs> into multiculturalism. Neil Erickson, though.
0: Yeah, Neil. Once you once you see Neil's yeah Neil's name pop up, you know you you know you're right out there on the fringes there with your uniform. On.
1: So Peacemakers is a, a really cute name. I'm really glad you came up with that, boys. Well done. Good, good bit of uh, literary craft there. <laughs> Arby Emney was there, just not being a journalist as usual. Um, you know, I don't think he's even got credentials to wave around anymore. Oh, yeah. little, he
0: loves not being a journalist.
1: Just, Pretty much everywhere he goes, he's not being a journalist. Yeah, everywhere yeah. Goes, and he's got he's, his little laminate thing he used to uh, flash out, I don't think he has it anymore. He's, it says, yeah, it yeah, it it he paid 30 journalist. bucks for from the fucking uh. government that they revoked from him for abusing because <laughs> he's not a journalist. I heard from a friend of mine today that apparently uh, he um, basically went to the press council to get him to retract an incorrect statement and the press council said, oh, we can't have him retract anything. He's He's not with us. We can't,
0: yeah, you're just a member. He's of, just a member of the, the public, public, so you can't Britain you order yeah, yeah. So, uh, can't
1: order a attraction. So that, that conversation is between uh, me and him today. Yeah. So I'm just gonna leave that there. But uh, yeah, it was very funny. Um, so basically, like you know, just like you know, the cops dispersed people, and they formed these little annoying groups of under thirty people, which I guess does kind of like fit the the thing. You know, you can't have gatherings outdoors of less than thirty. People. They weren't yeah. wearing masks, but the thing was, is basically they're still not allowed to be five kilometres or more outside of their radius of their house. So when the cops would ask them what they're yeah. doing outside five kilometres radius, they said they were going to get vaccinated, these little fuckers. Like what a like what a cutesy thing to be saying. Oh, I'm gonna own the fucking you know. I'm gonna own these fucking lefties by saying we're getting vaccinated when I'm actually out protesting vaccines. <laughs>
0: like, Mandatory vaccines, which actually aren't a thing. They're not. But a thing. anyway,
1: no. <coughs> and like, why aren't they not wearing masks? Oh, not a thing. Because they have medical exemptions. Okay. This just absolutely shits me to tears. I
0: hate medical exemptions on Mars. I really hate people who who scot their way through they're it. They're the too. kind of people
1: who fucking like get a disabled parking sticker for their mums and then park in the disabled parking uh, spots when they're just going for the shops.
0: Ooh.
1: 100% yeah. the kind of people who do that. They're like, oh, but I've got a fucking permit. Yeah, but you're, it's not for you. It's for your mum who can't walk, you piece of shit. So- These fucking people are the ones who have these perfect immune systems they keep on going on about, how healthy they are, how much fucking, I don't know, duck fat they're putting on their fucking juice smoothies. I don't fucking know. But the thing that shits me is that all of a sudden, when it comes to having to wear a mask and do a basic civic duty that actually impacts someone that isn't them, oh, I've got an exemption. i got an exemption. They make me very anxious. They don't even have a fucking medical exemption. And when someone else asks them, What the medical exemption is, they say, I don't need to tell you, the Disability Act says not. It's like, okay, cool. A soft sit is like a broken clock. They're right twice in a fucking lifetime. And in this situation, yeah, okay, well done. You found a way to get around very relaxed laws that aren't punishing enough. I would say the next thing that has to be on the Victorian agenda is to Fucking remove exemptions and give fines to doctors who give fake ones. It's just I'm I'm sorry. I'm You're probably sick going of it. too far
0: there. they have got a little loophole oh, and they're just having a bit of fun with it. The anti-lockdown movement cement themselves as the most annoying people in the country today. A bunch of people who are are clearly either fundamentally bored with their lives and so starved and love and attention in their hearts that they need to form a political cult to feel good about themselves. Yeah. I think that's probably pretty right. It's quite pathetic. For all their bleeding about mandatory vaccinations and the tyranny of the state, for the most part, the cops just let people go, accepting their clearly bullshit reasons for being outside the radius of their homes and their Poor reasons lies. for not wearing masks. I get a little bit anxious. Yeah. I'm a little bit anxious. But the ones that didn't, Learned a valuable lesson which they are almost certainly doomed to repeat. Don't play chicken with Vic Pyle.
1: I'm exhausted after that. I need a shot in the arm. I think it's time for the anti vaxxer update. It is. So the latest piece of misinformation that's scaring the shit out of idiots is the idea that blood transfusions from vaccinated people are going to harm them. I mean, like,
0: really should have seen
1: this coming. Just absolutely fucking miles away. But seeing it shared by some bot account on Pete Evans Telegram, his comment section has been really good (laughs) recently. Was just too funny to let slide. I even struggled to find anything to back this up on DuckDuckGo. It's that niche. But there's so many fucking picture memes on it over Telegram. You search for like blood transfusion, and all this bad shit comes up. Blood transfusions. <laughs> what, well, just fucking morons? Like, so the base, of course, they think that the DNA is going to change if they get blood transfusion from vaccinated people. And the amazing thing poisoned. is, is that a most people here have the astrogenica anyway, which is the adenovirus version. You fucking morons! Once again, copy and pasting things from America and not thinking about it at all. But then, of course, the fact that, like you know. Blood banks, this is amazing. I didn't actually know this until I saw this on Pete Evans fucking telegram. Apparently, they're not taking blood from people within seven days of the shot out of an abundance of caution anyway.
0: Not an entirely reliable No, it's not
1: a reliable sauce. But let's face it, if that's what they're this. doing, then I mean, what the fuck are you <laughs> assholes worrying about? But of course, it's not about that. It's about the usual suspects, the disinformation dozen types who are just using this to stoke the flames of hysteria, keep their clicks coming in, keep people buying their fucking overpriced vitamin D supplements that aren't even special. They've just got a nice label. But look, I'm okay. This, I really did enjoy this because seeing it just made me giggle in a, just like really down the cockles. I am so keen to see what these fucking idiots come up with next because this is just another masterstroke of stupid from some of the most absurd people on the internet. I just want to say, bless these people. Bless their bizarre, misguided hearts.
0: Uh, look, uh, we're not throwing any blessings uh, Ooh, the way yeah. of uh, a young woman,
1: 35, Let's go in
0: Tennessee who went yeah. fucking ape shit and tried Dude. to kill a bunch of people. Uh, I've popped a mugshot up on the shitpost Pro site, listeners, so uh, please take a look because...
1: I yeah. swear to God, I good
0: 15 minutes. It is one of the best mugshots ever So much you'll regret. See. So it's much sad.
1: regret. It is. And funny. very, very
0: funny. It is spectacular, the mugshot. And, and, and it shows a tearful Virginia Jeez. Christine Lewis Brown, 35, mm. uh, after her arrest for driving her car at a vaccination tent set up in a car park at the Foothills Mall Oof, bad Maryville, idea. Tennessee. Nearly ploughing over seven people, had to scatter to get out of the road. Ms Brown intentionally sped her car through a COVID nineteen vaccination site, shouting <laughs> "No vaccine!" <laughs> As workers there scrambled to get out of too. the way, the county sheriff announced uh, on Thursday. Uh, if you're wondering why she's looking so. Yeah. in the mugshot. She's now facing seven counts of felony reckless endangerment with maximum sentences of oh. 15 years apiece. So, Taking a potential jail sentence uh, all the way to a 105-year oh, holiday. <laughs> now, we may, it may not get to that, but I think when that mugshot was taken, someone might have just mm. reminded her, "Oh." Yeah, we're going to charge you with seven counts of felony reckless endangerment and you are looking at 105 yeah, employment years of slammer. Your prospects
1: will be diminished after uh, this. She'll, pro-
0: she'll probably plead plea down from 105 years, but she is going to get a significant oh. vacation. <laughs> And I feel I feel sure the tearful Ms. Brown will probably be shedding a few more tears in the coming weeks and months when reality dawns even oh. more starkly. And speaking of shedding tears, it's time to cry into our preferred beverages as we dig up some of the shittest quotes from the shittest people we could find. It's time for which black pill fuckwit said that. <laughs>
1: All right, and we are at it again. And this time, Jack is playing for a medical exemption from wearing a mask.
0: I'm exempt. I'm exempt. I I get very anxious. I I can't breathe. I can't breathe.
1: Yeah, well, let's see how you go after this. Your oxygen (laughs) levels are going to plummet (laughs) if you don't come up with some good fucking answers. Because I know you pop down to Melbourne here and there. You know, that's where you're from. I do, I
0: do, I do. do. why would you be shackled
1: with a face diaper when you can breathe freely (laughs) like nature intended? And if you strike out, though, Dictator Dan from his underground cave with his back (laughs) brace is going to force you into a fucking biohazard suit with AFL sucks written across the back. This is a high sense game, Jack, because any Victorian worth their salt will rip you to fucking shreds at first sight. Yeah,
0: Kick me to death in the street.
1: 110% goal, goal, goal. So all you need to do is get this right, or at Mm -hmm. least two or three. Which black bill fuck which said that? Uh, Okay. Give it to me. All right. This one, this first one is quick, punchy, and utterly fucking awful. And I quote, my pronoun is patriot. (laughs) (laughs) Just why? Why would you just imagine thinking that zinger up over dinner? Oh, babe, (laughs) how good is this?
0: I think, I think we have a fundamental misunderstanding. There are four words in that quote, by the way, and I think there's a fundamental misunderstanding by whoever uttered them about the meaning of of two of them, yes. Pro- pronoun and patriot. Yeah, go on. Yeah. What do we got?
1: So the first one is the congresswoman from QAnon, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, people's favourite. Yeah, her. yeah.
0: She, she's a strong chance. She's yeah.
1: fucking awful. The gun enthusiast and food poisoning expert, as uh, <laughs> as has been, uh, some people will get that one, Lauren Bobert. Uh-huh. In a curious twist of uh, gender acceptance, a progressive powerhouse and huge trans ally, Bernie Sanders, who has just finally found himself. I mean, he is a patriot and let's face it. I mean, there's 10,000 genders at this point. One of them's definitely going to be Patriot. <laughs>
0: the one, one of them actually might be named
1: after Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's honestly, that's the, that's the gender I want to be. I'm going to look that I'm, up. I'm Bernie
0: Sanders. I'm about, yeah.
1: to, I'm about to be a trans person. I'm about to
0: transition to Bernie Sanders. You yeah.
1: watch out. I'm going to fucking do this. So, But there's also a deeply troubled but curiously aroused Eric Trump.
0: Oh, look, I'm going to say that's got
1: Marjorie Taylor Greene
0: written all over it. My pronoun is Patriot. Yes?
1: Ooh. I almost heard you there yeah and you know it was a 50-50 it was a 50 -50 split and the thing was Mm. man like I'm giving you this one here because I know that Madhu Green just feels right but I wanted you to say "Too (laughs) too obvious too obvious See, we've only been doing right. this for a few weeks. You need to start getting to know my tics and then you'll well, start to fuck with me.
0: She, she – I mean, look, you know I, – I,
1: I, It's the kind of shit she would say, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Is the worst? Grammar not a strong point either. So <laughs> when she thinks of a pronoun, she goes, yeah, that can just be a noun, oh you know. God. It's a pro noun. It's, yeah. it's for the noun.
1: Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. Isn't that absolutely <laughs> exactly what she would say? Fuck, I just – I don't know whether this is funny or sad. So this this one is actually from a new friend of the podcast, Jacqueline Savvy, who brought this absolute banger to our attention. I like this one a lot. Um, if you don't get this one, I'm gonna I will write AFL sucks on your back. A
0: little, I little I had a little peek at that one uh, when it first came in, and yeah. um, I didn't look at the answer. I didn't. I didn't. This otherwise, one's a fucking you know, give me. Otherwise, I would have got it right.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So this one is, uh, and I quote. All money goes back to the cause anyway. I take, full stop, $500 a week wage as of only two weeks ago because I ran out of savings, lol. Billboards are next level expensive. Ooh. So, we've got it's absolute no, wait, 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 fuck with.
0: Full-time grifter.
1: Oh, yeah. I-, I put some grifters in here. So, Absolute fuckwit and vaxxed bus driver Meryl Dory, who is one of the worst people in the country, but second only to the failed Survivor contestant who simply cannot fucking say no, despite all the posters she puts around saying she can, Monica Smith. (laughs) <laughs> Classic mining magnate and billboard connoisseur Clive Palmer who loves a billboard. Yeah,
0: could, could be Clive. Yeah, yeah cuz he's he's in the, uh, shall we say, income or oh, sorry, <laughs> taxation liability minimization
1: business. Only $500 a week wage. It's a yeah, great low liability.
0: $500 a week, spends most of it on snitties. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Two for one down the pub, mate. Don't every, worry about it.
0: Every payday, he's, he's down the pub to have about
1: 10. No, he just tucks at the Queen of the Nile and turns it in 25K in seconds, mate. He's, he's a gun pokey player. And then clear favourite, fish and chip shop owner, who serves only white fish, of course, Pauline Hansen.
0: <laughs> oh, well, it, it, it's not Pauline. She, she couldn't survive on $500 a week. Um <laughs> <laughs> she'd, she'd, she'd sneer at that sort of money. Yes, she can't you know, pay not, James not, Ashby to be quiet sn- with that kind of money. Not, not why I got into politics and just take home 500 bucks a week, take home less than minimum wage. No, ma'am. Um, uh, Clive uh, Clive, would <laughs> Clive Clive uh, drop 500 having a shit. Yes. Um, he, Clive he eats would...
1: $500 worth of schnitzels in a day. <laughs> That's right.
0: Um, look, I'm going to go with Meryl Dory.
1: Oh, you are no, going to get Smith. slapped! It's Monica! It's Monica! I've given you so many Bs. I love you. I didn't you think she'd be
0: that forthcoming. With yeah. The, you know. I mean, I mean, who's to say whether it's right or not? Who wants to tell people I earn less than minimum wage? <laughs> Who wants to do that for a start?
1: Where's the twenty grand? You just uh, what? Probably forty at this point that you just God made yeah. on membership drive. She's Monica. She's, she's,
0: She's cash poor but asset rich.
1: Yeah, um, as they say. She's probably put it all in fucking Bitcoin. Well, that
0: does surprise me. So uh, I'm zip for two so far and looking like uh, I may have to be uh, seriously, you know, like violently assaulted on the streets of Melbourne or something. You are. Obviously.
1: I mean, like, usually you're violently assaulted being a Carlton supporter, but this time it's kind of justified. I feel Damn. sorry for you otherwise.
0: No, not if you hang around the Street.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so this is the quote um, – I'm not inciting for you to attend this event. I'm simply sharing that fed-up Victorians who are sick of being taken advantage of will be marching the streets. Now... Just to take a moment, none of this makes any sense. A, I'm not inciting for you to event, attend this event. Doesn't make inciting any sense for you. You kind of yeah. are though, because you're you're making a thing well, of the it's, event.
0: It's it's a, it's a, like in, it's incitement, inciting. It's it's a passive verb. I mean, it's <laughs> just you can't incite for someone. Um, it's uh, quite
1: anyway. Painful. And then like you know, and like you know, simply sharing that fed up Victorians who are sick of like what? It's just it's a it's a word salad. I don't like. It, but this is what's going to trip you up. Let's see how we go here, because I'm curious ah. to see you come out with this one. It's going to fuck you up. So we've got absolute intellectual nobody, Fanis Panayides. We've yeah, got yeah, he he, he yeah. loves a
0: word salad. Yeah, he, he loves a word salad but like this.
1: Keep in mind there is punctuation. There was punctuation here. See the I and the M, and there's a little thing between it? Yeah. yeah. There's a that little plus three. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, keep that in mind. The Shanghai grifter and future cult leader, Rafael Fernandez, who started getting a little bit soft sit recently. The pin-up girl to the deeply pilled, Monica Smith. Just throwing that mm-hmm. one in there. Or, and this absolutely could be the case, the former Premier of Victoria and general lunatic, Jeff Kennett.
0: Oh, Jeff! Jeff actually did did some pretty good work uh, late last week, uh, providing some support for former AFL workers, women who had been uh, subject to bullying and sexual harassment, and so forth. Interesting. And Jeff uh, Jeff spoke, I think, uh, certainly with one of them, and. Um, and uh, she'd be ha- she'd been having a great deal of difficulty dealing with the a- with the AFL uh, human rights uh, sorry human resources department. And uh, when Jeff got in there, uh, the doors suddenly opened and people yeah, yeah. a lot
1: more friendly. Well, that's so, interesting. Well, good
0: on that's Jeff for that. Yeah, for that. Um,
1: Fucking for that. estate over a
0: series of years. Yeah, the, we, yeah, well, well, yeah. well, none of, none of us are perfect, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Including <laughs> for, Jeff. Yeah, I, I mean, I just love the way. You know, His his attachment to Hawthorne causes them more grief than anything. But uh, he did he did good work this week, so good on him. Yeah, look, yeah, I'm going to take a little hint there that you know, while Thanos is just involved in a violent murder of the English language on on a regular (laughs) basis, Uh, I'm not inciting for you. To attend this, event. No, there is any no. number. Someone, someone, they've, they've actually, someone's actually explained that they're going to be charged with incitement, and so now they're using this word, incite, in completely wild.
1: They end. just like it. They know it now. It's, it's exciting to them. It's, <laughs> it's new it's and
0: exciting. exciting. I'm not inciting you. Uh, for so I'm sorry for you. I'm not inciting for, for you to attend yeah this, yeah yeah for you so we are talking about someone with um with an IQ probably around about uh around about toaster oven yeah um somewhere like that so rafael fernandez uh, he'd uh, he'd be up there i'm going to go with Raf.
1: yeah good boy good boy you had yeah, to get well one done. you had to I get got one right that's oh, good all right. well look I will not be-
0: I will not be be kicked to death in the streets of Victoria now.
1: As Dan is a benevolent dictator, he has decided that not only will you not be strapped into what is essentially a death sentence biohazard suit, but you are now not only going to have no mask, but he's going to give you an oxygen tank you can just wander around with and get really high on the streets of Ligon (laughs) Street, just walk around in a fucking weird daze. Because i tell you what, those masks... They give you the COVID. Judy Mikovic told me this, and I fucking believe her because she has It'll those cold, anxious. dead eyes that just say, I'm telling the truth. It'll make me
0: anxious. I can't be anxious. <laughs> now, we ask listeners to send us an email if they've come across something really, really stupid said by Black Pill fuckwits. We want your input, listeners, and we're getting it, which is great. If you've uh, recently come across something posted that is so odd,
1: so bizarre,
0: that it can only be appreciated by the criminally stupid Drop us a line.
1: We'll send you a stubby holder and some assorted TCRP tatter that I just find around my desk if you make my life easier because I have to do all the fucking heavy lifting in this this bit and send me a quote we can use on the show. Do my job for me. I will send you free shit. Or not. You decide.
0: (laughs) Anyway, we at the Conditional Release Program understand that listening to this program requires a fairly large dose of intoxicants and they're best served cold and kept cold. And the only way to keep your preferred poison cold is a TCRP stubby holder, the only stubby holder clinically proven to keep drinks cold. The rest of them.
1: Shit. Just shit. Drop us a line, listeners, to the conditioner release program at gmail.com.
0: And now it's time to get your noggin jogging and jump on the bus that says Express to Area 51 as we probe deep, deep, deep into the anus of a half pangolin, half bat that fell out of the sky that's really fucking good at maths.
1: <laughs> it might
0: have come from Jupiter's, one of Jupiter's moons. Yeah. Io, I think it might have been, but I could be wrong. It could be Ganymede. I always oh. get those two fucked up. In our deeper dive into, or shall we say up, aliens. Ooh. <laughs>
1: A big thank you to my good friend Luke who not only let me know about this whole fucking ridiculous story but helped me research it. There were fucking WhatsApp messages flying back and forth. It was really good. The UFOs and Unidentified Aerial Phenomena or the UAPs have come into the news recently but I missed it as it has been, uh, you know, uh, flying under the radar. Not
0: funny, Joe.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You love my puns. Anyway, so look he sent me some very good leads on this story including the involvement of Harry Reid when he sent me that message saying Harry Reid was involved I was like what the fuck so <laughs> the former Democratic Senator from Nevada and Senate Majority Leader for fucking ages for years. I mean yeah fucking age and I had no idea who conservative he is his Wikipedia um, oh yeah is very depressing. Um, God, the Democrats are disappointing. So usually, when a former anyone important is associated with aliens, it's usually like following like a, a blunt trauma event to the head or something. But this is bizarrely legitimate. It looks like a mixture of forces have brought aliens back into the conversation. So, during his time as a senator for Nevada, Reid commissioned a $22 million study into UFOs under the fairly spooky title of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or AATIP, or AATIP, A-TIP. Every mm. American. Yeah, it's got to be an acronym. It's got to be an acronym. <laughs> Patriot Act. Fucking, you know, like if it's something about child protection, it's probably pedo act. Protecting all educated this, this is oh, This
0: is a lovely one. It's just sort of like almost like ass tip, which is yeah. which is good. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Like a Q
1: tip for the anus is great. So, looking at both civilian and military reports, it turns out that a lot of the people who are coming forward aren't all lunatics, which is fair enough. And in addition to this, the attitude from the military, who are usually very ooh 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 toward these UFO sightings has changed significantly and Reid said and I quote for decades the Pentagon has admonished their pilots and sea captains not to report any of these and keep it quiet now the Pentagon is very good they're requiring pilots when they see something that is unusual to report it and same with those sea captains we've come a long way And that's just one small step for man and one giant leap for the Pentagon. Oh, dear, oh, dear. That is not funny. You don't understand comedy, Jack. You don't understand comedy. So, Obama (laughs) recently poured a can of kerosene onto this fire during an appearance on a late, late, late show with James Corden. He said, and I quote, We can't explain how they move, their trajectory they did not have an easily explainable pattern. And so I think that people still take seriously trying to investigate and figuring out what it is. Mm. Shit like this is absolute catnip to conspiracy theorists. And fair enough, because having Barry Obama validate your fringe beliefs is a huge shot in the arm to your cause. (laughs) Still, just because they're trying to figure out what it is doesn't mean it's aliens, right? Well... uh,
0: He's certainly got access to information that we don't normally see. And uh, also uh, the Trumpster. He's uh, he's a bit of an unlikely hero in this story too. In one of his final acts in office, he ordered a report to be handed in within 180 days regarding the UAP activity and give a bit of clarity on the matter. This report is due in June and we'll give an update on what it finds, if anything interesting at all. Trump expressed scepticism, though, as to whether there was much behind the footage he saw saying that it was a hell of a video. Yeah. But he is not such a believer. Um, But And I quote, some people are, so I don't want to hurt their dreams or their fears.
1: Get off the (laughs) The, fence, Donald. That's the worst quote. What the
0: (laughs) fuck does that even mean? A fairly (laughs) cooked former Israeli space security chief has come out and said that extraterrestrials do indeed exist and Trump knows about them. Ooh. <laughs> I think he sees, a, he sees a few around the dining room table. Anyway, and Chump knows about yeah, the I find the idea of Trump keeping his fucking mouth shut about the existence of aliens to be pretty unlikely. He's gone as far as to say there are even cooperation agreements between species. Oh, yeah. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. He's either completely cooked in the head or not only are there aliens, but we have taught them the concept of contracts. Isn't that awesome?
1: I just love the idea of handing them an agreement saying, uh, sign there. Um, oh, yeah. what, uh, oh, this is a uh. pen, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Alien. Okay. Oh, lasers. Lasers from your eyes. Okay, never mind. So all of this is, as usual, uh, based around blurry footage of some identified flying objects. One of the sightings that triggered this interest is one that is affectionately called Tic Tac by the man who saw it, Chad yes. Underwood. I'm just going to say this. This is a side note. That is a badass American military name. Like- <laughs> Chad Underwood fucks. He fucks for days. He is an <laughs> orgasm machine. All right, all right, just let's leave Chad. Absolutely, just lays women.
0: Sexual proclivities alone.
1: Come bro. on, you you know Chad Underwood fucks. So in 2004, on the Baja Peninsula off the coast of Mexico, I've been to Baja California. Actually, there you go. Didn't get killed. It was great. Through an infrared camera on the left wing wing, of his F-A-18 Super Hornet. He saw a UAP darting Mm. around the sky like a fucking lunatic, defying the laws of physics and generally behaving a little bit extraterrestrial. Mm. The sighting was too high to be birds, too slow to be a conventional aircraft and not traveling on any established flight path. Mm, Red flags. Another crew member also saw something similar, an object that went from 60,000 feet, which is, I don't know, 20 meters in metric, I don't fucking know, to 50 feet above the ocean in seconds without exhibiting the usual sonic boom that would come from such a maneuver. I mean, you can't just like go down that far and not have some sort of flashy shit happen. So while he may have answered his own question when he said that the objects exhibited ballistic missile characteristics, it's like, does that mean they're ballistic? Because if that's <laughs> the characteristics, okay, cool. It Realistically, jokes aside, it did still defy what appears to be the most advanced missile technology ...that we know of. Nice. Yeah, that's right. So, Chad Underwood, the monster of a man, recorded a video of this after his commanding officer, David Fravor, who is a massive nerd, told him to be on the lookout for something weird. Underwood, who wanted to preserve his kick-ass military Chad persona, kept quiet about this, simply due to the fact that he didn't want to be associated with, like, a lot of the people we discuss on this podcast as he called the little green men crazies that are out there. I don't fucking yeah, blame him. They're very I mean, strange people. Absolutely. When you say you've like seen some sort of alien spacecraft, people immediately think your brain is cooked. And like it would have absolutely devastated his presence on Tinder. Like, you know, just see <laughs> Chad Underwood and then <laughs> Google Underwood. him and go, oh, oh, this guy doesn't fuck. Chad Underwood fucks. And we know this. We've established yeah. it. So- yeah. It's not just Underwood that claims this. It's several others in the aircraft carrier that saw the same thing. There's engineers and officers that looked into this with a skeptical eye. I like the way they've approached this because unlike the usual conspiracy gronks who just want an excuse to go, oh, fucking aliens, the truth is out there. Fox Mulder, oh, Scully's still hot. Like they looked at this through a lens of doubt. And that's the best way. It's the whole scientific thing of like, I want to prove myself wrong. And then if you can't, you did good, kid. So they recalibrated the radar. They double-checked everything to make sure it wasn't just a bug in the system. And after this, the sightings just kept on fucking happening across all these other aircraft in all these other situations. It's not birds. It's not a weather balloon. It's something much more interesting as, you know, the Navy has agreed to. They've said it's a UAP.
0: It is well, I mean, yet you
1: know, unidentified by out. nature. Yeah, and for me, like I'm not, a, I'm not easily pilled on conspiracy theories. It's not that hard either, but this seems to add such a legitimacy to the whole thing. You know, Underwood spoke to NORAD after the event to discuss the whole, you know, phenomena, and where he claims that usually after a sighting like this, they will be told that NORAD's well aware of it. Shut the fuck up. You know, there's a project. <laughs> don't tell anyone, you didn't see anything, don't make us add you to the Clinton body count. So there was no such messaging this time. There was more questions than answers from the guys who are meant to know it all. And that, to me, says a lot. Now, we've got David Fravor, who's the commanding officer, He describes a tic-tac as a 40-foot-long white oblong shape hovering somewhere between 15,000 and 24,000 feet with no apparent exhaust, no heat to be seen. And that is alarming because most things that float have some sort of propulsion, some sort of heat. It's a recurring theme in this. So what the fuck is it? Is it a crazy magnet? Is it gravity? Like what's going on?
0: They you might, they it. might have been able to solve. They might have been able to solve Joel, the uh, the business of uh, the the internal combustion engine. They might have, <laughs> have. figured that out, uh, and they and have. and got there. So, uh, yeah. Look, I mean, look, it is. It, it really is a giant tic tac, and um, so it's yeah. It's, that's what that's what it it's totally Entirely, like. entirely possible. If it's a forty foot long. You know, after dinner, mint. Yes, that's that's right. That's right. It basically it basically hit uh, the bottom of the I mean, sorry the the uh, surface of uh, of the ocean uh, very very rapidly uh, enough. You would think to sort yeah. of create a kind of rotor type effect at Luna Park. You know, they'd, they'd be you yep. know, they'd be they'd be yep. sort of clean to the walls and what have you while they went down. Um, but well, maybe they've solved that problem too. Maybe maybe gravity uh, it doesn't isn't a problem for.
1: It. Maybe it's because the ice wall was uh, reflecting light onto it. You know, like uh, because the Earth is flat. So basically, the thing about this is that it's either some sort of cool magnet technology or some sort of crazy alien ship. We don't yeah. fucking know. But Fravor claims that the USS Princeton Radar Systems, which is the, like, you know, the, the carrier they're on, saw objects flying as high as 80,000 feet, which is technically space. You can see the curvature and shit. Yes. And then dropped down to 20,000 feet in a very short time. It's really high up. And because Fravor and his mates are massive Navy nerds, he exclaimed, we all wanted to fly it, indicating they care less about the search for alien life and more about flying awesome planes that can start <laughs> up and down. It's amazing. The only thing you can do to be more dorkier than alien nerd is to be an aircraft nerd. It's just like, well done, Dave. You've really hit the jackpot there. So all this has been seen through this ATFLIR, Flir unit, which is military for advanced targeting forward-looking infrared and not by their own eyes. And that is something that should be known to an extent. FRAVOR is a different thing, but this appeared across multiple aircraft. So it doesn't seem to be a Mm. bug in an individual system. It's come across different senses, but when it comes down to it, Underwood didn't see this with his own eyes. Fravor does claim that he did. And he makes clear descriptions of what he saw and why it appears to be more of a UFO than some sort of like, you know, drone or something like that. And as Reid said, the Pentagon's attitude towards this kind of thing has dramatically changed recently and the Navy has officially declared the Tic Tac video as being a genuine UAP, which is like mm. conspiracy theorists go fucking wild about. And this doesn't mean they're saying it's aliens. So many people are saying the that. The
0: answer is in the U. Unidentified. Yes,
1: unidentified. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But because they don't know what it is, everyone's getting massive alien boners and just like fucking, just like yeah, it's 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 a it's a little green man festival, which is fair enough because I mean it's one explanation, I suppose. But when it comes down to these people, almost straight off the bat, it's like, okay, are you legit? It is hard to know if Dave Fravor is legit, and he's the one who's really under the, in the microscope here. He seems like a pretty nice and level-headed guy in interviews. I watched a couple that Luke sent me, and he doesn't seem like a fuckwit. Uh, he, does, he gets a little defensive when they talk about debunking, but not overly. He doesn't really have, like, a horse in it. He doesn't seem to have made much yeah. money. He hasn't taken that usual conspiracy grifter approach these incidents where, yeah. you know, he's, he's not just, selling anything.
0: He's not yeah, selling he's, anything.
1: he's just answering questions and sort of going on things. He's mm. not grandstanding, doing the trinket thing. Despite this, he has been on various large platforms, such as the Joe Rogan Experience, one of the worst podcasts on the planet, and featured in this painful-to-watch documentary series, which features Do- Tom DeLonge, who is- Yes, the guy from Blink-182. He's massively into alien shit. And let's face it, this is another reason why idiots shouldn't have vast amounts of money because this is what happens.
0: (laughs) Because they'll have the the crazy little pet projects. Look- uh, look, you know, there, at any any given time, there are literally thousands of radio telescopes, you know, basically pointed somewhere in the universe, yeah, that are sending yeah. out radio signals, and every now and then, and usually time just for clickbait and stuff, um, there's yeah. there's something that comes back that's that's not properly understood. Now, I've, I've read a fair bit yep. about that because I've taken the piss out of these things before. And, <laughs> and very often, very often, you'll find the radio telescope will get feedback from electrical pylons.
1: Oh, nice one. Or maybe like an old Nick at Night episode of like uh, Gilligan's know, on, Island. On obviously, on Earth's <laughs> surface. Uh, look, the last time
0: this happened, I'm going to say it was about 18 months ago. and. Uh, and it hadn't just happened 18 months ago. It had actually happened five years ago, but it was only, um, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, astrophysicists and so forth were very excited about it. Uh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But one of the theories is that it is basically, you know, basically electrical noise from, from, from pylons. And, um, yeah. uh, but at the same time, the media dug this story up three and a half years after nerds had sort of started talking about it. And they'd gone, Oh, have a look at this. Oh, yeah. Well, so I so. yeah, yeah. Are, are you know, are, are uh, uh, is there intelligent life out there and, and all this sort of stuff? I mean, maybe It's, it's us. a really big philosophical point. I mean, it is. First, of course first, it is. Firstly, would you say, uh, that we, uh, as a sort of top of our, uh, top of our of of our food chain, yeah. yeah the, the, sorry, let me start that again.
1: That's
0: uh, you know, we're we really going to say that we on who sit on top of the, uh, our food chain on planet Earth, we the only, we the say, we're the only. We're the ones that say that we're the only going to send your beings, and we are the only. The ones in this entire universe, Un-fucking-likely. basically, unfucking likely. You need you need uh, particular um, you, you need particular elements to be in abundance for life to occur. we we've, yeah. we've it's been recently, as we know it. Yeah, well, and it's been recently reported that there it is there's very much there's very strong likelihood of life on Mars, even though it might have only been sort of cellular life. Um, we don't really. That's how know we started. Uh, and yeah, and that's right. I mean, the presence of water in Mars is a, was a huge boon because you know there you can have life. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you are. Uh, but but what's thought of is that. But Mars they're fucking
1: was, cells. They don't have well, cool laser ships. They're not darting around in fucking tic tacs.
0: Basically, Mars had a far a far greater capacity for life on it, you know, in millions of years ago than, than than Earth did, for example. So.
1: But what we're talking about is this ridiculous idea of that any aliens are somehow advanced beings what kind of weird human insecurity makes us think that any aliens out there who we're going to somehow touch base with have like more advanced shit than us and also what kind of weird projection do we have where aliens are going to have fucking guns imagine an alien race coming to earth and being like hey what's up guys we're like oh by the way have you seen this we use it to murder each other and they're like um (laughs) why that's not very productive and it's like well, oh, what you don't have one of these? Oh, I'm going to shoot you now! I'm going to shoot you now! I'm going to eat your children!
0: Jump back in the spaceship and go. Well, no sign of intelligent life. Yet. Yeah, it's just so, that place is
1: a fucking mistake. They don't get back <laughs> yeah. in the spaceship, though. They are abducted by our fucking ruthless government agencies yeah. and tortured for fucking well, giggles. No. Mur- murdered,
0: murdered, and then and then <laughs> and then the and then the subject of post mortem examination. Absolutely, um,
1: they just shot out of the sky in the middle of fucking Arkansas because some fucking farmers like. Like, you're in my space. Yeah, look,
0: I mean, one of the great moments of the 20th century, in my view, was the the time of the first lunar landing, and um, and, and when when humans for the very first time saw their planet, uh, a little blue ball. Blue and white ball it hanging yeah. in deep space, and it really did change the collective consciousness of of, of the world. Uh, now, certainly there were environmental movements and and nations and, uh, of saving wilderness and so forth well before lunar landing, but this this gave rise to this strong sense that we really. We really don't want to fuck this up because we yeah. are. You know, a very fragile sort We're of. We're a way.
1: marble, as they like to
0: say. So that was a profound philosophical change. Imagine what would happen if there was proof of uh, intelligent life elsewhere in the universe. Well, I mean, how would that? I mean, it just it would throw everything for six. You can understand why those who love the status quo would not want a bar of it, right? Well,
1: I love the status quo myself, to be honest. I'm a big, big fan of it. It's great. Well,
0: if you're sitting in the Vatican, you know, you'd be saying, well, look, yeah, maybe we'll have a new New Testament or, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. or you know, just, just bring me that Bible here. There's a, one or two things yeah. we might want to change.
1: I might highlight uh, some passages.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's right. So, I mean, look, you know, I don't want to. You know, I, I hesitate. I, I, well, I shouldn't. Shouldn't be mocking people's faith. I mean, faith is a different thing. But yeah. you know, there's, there's a, another important philosophical philosophical argument here. What happens, let's say, over the next fifty years, where advances in astrophysics f- uh, physics basically deliver the proof that there really it not is no god. I mean, oh I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know,
0: the, the, can can that actually be proven? And of course, you're always going to be dealing with belief, so it's not.
1: Yeah, I don't think it, yeah, you yeah. know. You're, so you're not
0: dealing with a sort of rational.
1: You know, that's a mountain rational, you can't climb. Rational because argument, because it comes argument down to, that's yeah, right. it's rational argument. But, yeah,
0: but, yeah. but really, the the existence, you know, proof of the existence of um, you know intelligent life elsewhere, or even some form of life that that really is. Really shows that you know it may be the beginnings of life. It may well be the um, sort of um, the, the archaeology of, of a life past, or a civilization's past, or even just cellular life past. These yeah. things are really, really important because it I'll will take tell the us. Cells. It, will, it will tell us that there are certain. You know, we know what the preconditions for life are, and as we know and, it. Well, yeah. I mean, look, that's has too get too fucked up. If you don't have water, you're not going to go far. Well um,
1: yeah <laughs> and, I can't uh, imagine aliens are gonna be coming down for a swig of uh, sparkling uh, San Pellegrino to be honest but who knows I don't know I'm not a fucking scientist
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know there's there's a, there's a million movies and all of this um, and that's that, 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 that's that's kind of where we are but basically you know potentially if you are able to I mean look what we're dealing with here is unidentified. Uh, unidentified flying craft and to which there is no um, uh, current explanation in, yeah. yeah
1: exactly explanation but, but the thing is with stuff like this you always get motherfuckers coming out of the woodworks and yeah. trying to make a buck out of it trying to make oh, a name yeah. out of it you know they're always going to try and make it about fucking them and this is where you see Bob Lazar he just enters in fucking stage left because there's a good conspiracy theory there's always a fucking grifter Bob claims this whole UFO thing has ruined his life despite the fact he's run into it headfirst and made everything about it him and everything he does is all about fucking UFOs. But like basically he claims to be some sort of noble whistleblower, despite the fact that he's got an online source selling trinkets and sketches and bullshit. He's got his mm. Vanity Project, which is this documentary on Netflix with this asshole producer he carts around to interviews. He pastes his name fuck at everything he does. And it's a cool name, Bob Lazar. Like, it's not sexy like Chad <laughs> Underwood. It's more of like a cool nerd name, like Bob Laser, Bob Lazar. Like, it's cool. Like yeah, everywhere he goes, it's kind this of weird. Yeah, he just stinks of a showman. His stories are full of holes. He claims to have worked on reverse engineering projects at Area 51. Ooh, very sketchy. No. And he had run into the feds trying to keep him quiet. Of course, he fucking did. Now he's got a big, shiny <laughs> Netflix special where he whinges about the he's FBI raids. He's not quiet. Raids.
0: I mean, this he's is not quiet thing. at all. The FBI told him he had to be quiet. He, he's not being quiet. He's no, not been quiet. He's, he's not quiet. He's ignoring. That basic "be quiet" instruction. He's yeah. the fucking worst. Which makes me think maybe Bob Laser um, is uh, is not. <laughs>
1: Not quite who he says he is. He's not, not anything the hero like we, he says
0: he is. We might have imagined, yeah. So a
1: lot of his claims stem from a kernel of truth, as everything does, but they bloviate so fucking hard because he's claimed to have worked in Area 51 at a top-secret military base called S-4. Uh, There's no record of that, but of course it's top secret, so fair yeah. enough. But in addition to this, his educational background is either deleted by the feds, bullshit, or entirely made up because he, <laughs> he says he went to MIT and Caltech, but uh, like they claim he didn't go, so fuck that guy. Also, the thing that's really interesting is that some of Lazar's claims have come true, but this is the kernel of truth. Because most of the takes I've seen is like either he's a hero or a grifter. But at the same time, someone who claims to have been in prestigious universities who actually never went, I'm sorry, you are quite possibly full of shit. You write yourself an autobiography called Dreamland. You make yourself a fucking documentary. You have spent your life around this UFO shaped 15 minutes of fame, which is complete trash. Lazar discusses this substance known as Element 115, which was discovered in 2003 in Russia and called Moscovium, which I think is hilarious. This is such a shit name. Bob <laughs> wants to call it even even shitter name, which is Lazarium, because Bob just likes seeing his name yeah. things. He's just, he loves his name. <laughs> (laughs) He even sells, like, Lazarium lines online saying, like, hey, you know, this is what it should be called, right? So, Element 115 is this ridiculous thing. It's extremely radioactive. It was added to the periodic table in 2016. People don't really give a shit about it because of the perceived connection with this UFO hysteria. Otherwise, it would just be another fucking chemistry thing that no one gives a fuck about. It's a man-made substance these days. It's not easy to cook up even in a very fancy lab. But Lazar claims to have worked with this substance all the way back in 1989 during the stint at Guessware Area 51. Before it was, of course, made in a lab in Moscow. He claims that at the time, it was impossible to synthesize an element that heavy, and it must have come from a place where it produced naturally, outside of Earth. Though, Mm. element 115 has a half-life of just over half a second. It decays too quickly for a ufo to use it as a fuel source it doesn't make any fucking sense it's just one Mm. of these things that he's just attached his bullshit to in my opinion he's just he's just tied his horse to this fucking 115 element because it sounds cool and it does sound cool l115 Moscovian, even cooler He reckons that if you expose this element to radiation, it produces a gravitational field, which is, let's face it, how the UAP and the Tic Tac video did all that crazy shit in the air. Like a gravitational field makes total sense, which is what Underwood and Fravole saw in the sky. So it all ties together. During the making of his shitty Netflix documentary, he was raided by the feds and he milks this so hard. I... Je- I, I didn't watch the whole thing because i couldn't fucking stand it he claims this was to recover the element 115 that he stole from area 51 and it's just oh, big God. grand scheme by the u.s feds to destroy him professionally and personally what a bunch of bullshit turns out lazar makes a living selling super sketchy radioactive materials and the feds are investigating a fucking murder that used thallium a substance he sells on the internet makes sense thallium Yeah, it's like a radioactive bad thing. Like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, cool. So, the feds came there. It wasn't even really the feds. It was the Michigan State fucking police using the FBI to help them handle the dangerous materials. Because state police, when they're told, you're going to be handling thallium, go... Can you please call someone else? Yeah, yeah. And not we, surprisingly. So as we, far as I can see, Lazarus full of shit. For it.
0: Um, uh, look yeah, so Lazarus is absolutely full of shit, you can tell. I mean he's he got a little bit of the Eric von Danikens about him. I don't know if you go back to far. Who the fuck
1: is that? No. Eric,
0: uh, Eric von Daniken was the one who basically his theory that he posited over a number of documentaries, and that okay. were taken very seriously, seriously for a long time, was that God had come to Earth early, or at least advanced life had come to, had come to basically drive humans towards civilization. And he pointed okay. to a lot of sketchy stuff, and so forth. And 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 um, ultimately, it became known that Eric had. <laughs> <laughs> Eric had a few convictions for fraud. Going, oh, away and so forth. look, it, what's, it actually what's that between did, friends? He was God, and was got, he's God an astronaut? I think was one of his bestsellers. Wow, um, it, yeah, bestsellers,
1: of course, it fucking is. And,
0: and it and it's still, if you go back to that, you know, sort of some of this sort of shit you can stream now about. Um, about, um, you know, unexplained phenomena and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, ev- yeah. Every now and then you'll see just a remnant of Eric Von Daniken's fucking crazy bullshit yeah. that God had arrived and sort of, you know, right you, people, know, here's how to farm, we'll tell you how to farm, and this is how you basically should Build roads and all this sort of
1: stuff. Fuck roads. Tell me how to make a better processor. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so it's just all complete bull- bullshit lazars, one. not it? Total bullshit. I mean,
1: yeah, so it so sounds like it,
0: yeah. There are there are uh, Theory debunkers around too, Joel.
1: Yeah, they are absolutely. Of course, there's gonna be a skeptical approach to it. They, you know, they say that it could be birds, but if these were birds, they're crazy fucking birds, like birds, birds you've never thought of before. Big
0: motherfucking birds, yeah. It could
1: be a weather event captured on the camera. Uh, it could yeah. be a fancy new drone that's being tested out, but the lack of yes. propulsion really thought makes it that. tricky to say. Like, who knows? Mm. So there's a self-described UFO theory debunker named Mick West, who's pitted himself against Favor's claims by claiming by trying to explain away elements of these videos, just, you know, piece by piece debunking and claiming that Fravos' eyewitness accounts are flawed. So it's basically like his word against uh, his. This is a bit weird. West seems to rely on the idea the object itself didn't move as rapidly as claimed, but the camera shifted slightly, which made it appear as if the object moved in a way that defies physics. Because, you know, if a camera shifts slightly, then whatever it's pointing toward looks like it sort of moves a lot because a little bit of movement when the at the source, 20 miles away looks a lot. The glowing aura shown in the video is apparently a processing artifact which is such a convenient term, which is common to thermal cameras apparently such as the FLIR you know, the the, infrared, uh, the camera. West claims one of the videos titled Go Fast, which is another one, was simply a weather balloon. And I won't go point by point to explain what West said. I've said his name. You can Google it if you want. But what it comes down to is he claims that the results that he's come up with is mundane explanations, which is a massive skeptic thing. Everything has to come back to being boring science. for each of the videos that's been circulated, and I get that, because when it comes down to it, there's quite likely a mundane explanation. I don't think he's got it. One thing that tips me way toward the account of the pilots over West debunking is that West is basically putting himself out there as a conspiracy debunker. This is how he frames himself. Whereas Chad Underwood, the guy that fucks, and David Fravel, who is a massive aerial nerd, just seem way more reluctant to put their hat in the ring when it comes to the whole, you know, the green men thing. You know, they're not really, like, grandstanding. And look, yeah. it That's might still be something bullshit. It is, it's a massive difference because this guy's yeah. like, you know, Gliding across this, so lots of people across lots of senses lots of equipment have said the same thing. There's a consensus among this thing. So the idea of debunking it is something that's really it seems kind of desperate because once you debunk one video, you're only doing it based on one set of fact, and then there's another guy who saw another thing. So to me, I find this debunking really difficult, but at the same time, I'm certainly not saying it's fucking aliens. I'm just saying it's unexplained. Whereas this guy is trying to make it sound, as he says. Mundane, and this might be yeah. something, that
0: might be nothing. Look, I mean, you look, obviously, there's going to be conflict there, and, and yeah, but really, what we're talking about is not someone like Lazar or indeed Eric von Daniken, von, von Daniken uh, who are grifting, uh, yeah. out of this. So, you know, that so, so these you've guys got seem okay. They're, 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 they may have formed beliefs on, belief on what they believe they've seen, um, and uh. Uh, and, and and you know to, to, it's going to be very hard to to sway them, but um, you know they're they're not doing it for any ulterior motive. But as with just about everything in this world these days, Joe, we've got we've got cults and conspiracists and so forth leaping oh, into this whole this business. Tell so us about the Q and link, Joe.
1: I just couldn't believe this. Like so, basically, this this is just I did not see this coming. So, the QAnon conspiracy universe, which you're all familiar with, this is led by intellectual nobody and yet thought leader in the universe of idiots, Jordan Sather. He's not only decided to skip this as a conspiracy theory he wants to be a part of, but he's saying it's used by the government to distract people from the widespread election fraud that saw Trump (laughs) lose in 2020. (laughs) Honestly, because the election fraud is so blatant, they've had to bring out aliens aliens. to distract us from from finding out the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: the only thing that would shock you more about the idea of an election being stolen by a Democratic Party, which is basically just like you know fucked Bernie Sanders and generally are corrupt, is aliens. That's that's that that's the only thing that could possibly distract me thing. from such it's a, thing. a big thing. It's fucking uh, ridiculous. So the idea of this is also to distract from the lag leak theory around COVID, and like the thing that I find absolutely fucking infuriating is you spend your entire life whacking on about aliens and the government. Finally validates your wingnut theories, and then you decide to kick back on it for fucking Trump for that fucking (laughs) ogre. This is never about the truth. It's always about knowing something that other people don't know. This is something like you know Travis View was saying. uh, Like, it's it's a part of being a cool kids' clique. And once the band goes mainstream, it's no longer cool. You know, I listened to Hanson before and Bob, and now oh they (laughs) suck. Like, you just can't fucking please some people. It's just fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, look, they say the truth is out there, but honestly, I am more confused uh, than when we started looking at this, Joel. Is is it a grift? Is it a camera malfunction? It's almost certain that we are not alone in the universe. Uh, But are they really coming to earth just to do sick alien burnouts, just do fucking donuts? Just above SoCal, by the way, just above Southern California, which is always makes you a little bit skeptical. Like as if Earth is just a just sort of like a big Maccas car park in Liverpool to do our you know, for our extraterrestrial friends.
1: Just you know. Hey you know. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Look, it's more questions than answers from me here, but but whatever happens, I'm curious to see what this report comes up with because if only Fox Mulder were alive to see yeah, this, well, he'd, he'd probably only. be on the safer side. He'd probably move on to a new theory about dick demons or some shit because you just can't fucking please some people.
0: Yeah, I did once and it was a complete letdown afterwards. So, yes, you can't, you really can't please some people at all. You just and now, can't. And now it's time to turn our minds to more earthly matters when we ask, oh. how can Pete Evans Weeks Get any larger. And what Ooh. seems to be defying the space time continuum, Pete's weeks reached saturation point months ago, where he couldn't conceivably put more in, but he keeps managing it. Weeks are getting more and more gargantuan to now, this week, where gargantuan may not be a big enough word. It's the week in Pete Evans.
1: He's going to need some fucking aliens to save him because he is fucked. This is probably the biggest week in Pete Evans since God the start of the show. Can't Holy you shit. Yeah, just huge. epic. Oh, bruising. <laughs> Old Pete has had an absolute shit of a week. His his bank account, his ego, it's just been fucking punching. Ooh. Ooh. So much so, we even considered doing a deep dive around this. It was going to be just Pete week, but honestly, fuck it, the aliens are too good to be true. So strap yourselves in, folks. This is the beginning of the end of of one Peter Daryl Evans. I think so. I think so. So last week we covered the fact that the GAP did some shuffling on the website which may or may not indicate his invitation to the Senate has been revoked. That's tricky. Yeah, going to hurt a bit. Now, Carlton and Pete have refused to comment despite various requests, including one from Cameron Wilson from Crikey and others, so we really just don't know. But it's not a fucking good sign. It's really just not good. This week, Punishment Pete has truly felt the wrath of the universe as the TGA handed down a not-fucking-around $79,920 fine for repeated breaches of advertising rules around health products. Now, since then, we've seen almost all of his woo science gear taken off his website, including the famous biocharger lamp, which he's already been fined for various flotation tanks, and other supplements without TGA approval. Casualties of this purge mm-hmm. include the Q magnets that claim to provide rapid pain relief for a casual $589. He's had to cull the Pure Body Zero Light, which claims to cleanse the body of toxins and heavy metals, which, I mean, fuck, maybe it does. I don't know. But it's also apparently, get a load of this, ideal support for your body's natural immunity, restful sleep, sustained energy, clarity, and focus. Oh Pete, you can't say that, Pete. That's like that's a lot of very very mm. dubious claims. That's also a bargain at forty dollars to twenty milliliters.
0: Yeah, 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 I mean, look, there is there is there is a fact there is a trifle overpriced but yes uh, look you could say those things provided you had submitted to the TGA clearly he didn't and obtained their approval um uh for you you to be able to say that Pete doesn't like
1: paperwork he's only just realized how to upload things to telegram how do you expect him to fill out forms so the BioMat got cold the juve light therapy device has gone it just looks like Pete has taken this TGA fine pretty seriously and he bloody should because Pete has very good reason to be nervous about this. The TGA don't fuck like recently in the news and never out of trouble. Notorious con man Peter Foster got a three-year sentence in 2013 for breaching a TGA order. This is 18 months certain, 18 months suspended, and we all know Pete is way too beautiful for jail. Yes. And knowing this, he's seriously pulled his head in. It seems
0: that way, yes. Yeah. So just uh, just to explain, uh, what the TGA does is a, a <coughs> is obtain basically uh, a directions order in regard to. Uh, uh, well, let's say this Foster in the, on this occasion and and he just continued to breach it so what they then did was go to the federal court and they obtain um, they obtain an order from the court that that, that uh, directs Peter Foster in this case no longer to be part yeah of he had the like a diet, a, a diet right, spray diet industry yeah. and he continued to uh, be part of that diet industry census so then yeah the diet spray yeah uh, uh, um, The cream, the uh, the yeah, it's all sense of slim. But he also had a thigh narrowing cream,
1: which oh, dude, hook me up. Anyway, I will buy that. I will fucking buy it right now. (laughs) I fucking need it. My jeans don't fit me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just just great clumps of skin coming off in your hands. Um, uh, Anyway, um, so so basically, then it becomes uh, an order of the court, and once. Uh, once that's out there, if Foster continues to breach that order of the court, then he is found to be in contempt or can be found to be in contempt, which is what happened. And that's why he uh, did uh, 18 months in the slammer. And Pete is looking at the same sort of trouble if he keeps – um, yeah, his sort, yeah. his sort of nonsense up, and that would explain why I think he's pulled a lot of his stuff. Uh, but he's going to be very, very careful what, what, about what he says, about what he can do, and um, and what he, what products he can advertise now.
1: Well, I mean, like, not only has he pulled the products from his website, but to give you an idea of the severity of the situation, since the TGA fine became public, Peter stopped shit posting on Telegram. I he's mean, traumatized. This is. This is complete madness because this is a guy who gave up what is basically an eight hundred thousand dollar a year salary on a fucking well known T V show, book deals, and like God knows what else to shit post. Ugh. Yeah. And since this he's just stopped. He's just gone quiet. Up until the fine was issued, and you can see the timestamps as they go, Pete was doing his usual shit. He's posting this Tucker Carlson fucking videos, misleading headlines, fear mongering trash, peppered with like inspirational quotes to make you think that maybe he's not trying to make you like fear for your life on a constant basis. But since then, all it is is just a collection of promotional messages with all these like evolved sanctuary fucking retreats, <laughs> which now he has every fortnight, which before he was doing very sparsely because let's face it, he doesn't like hanging out. With the unwashed masses. Now, he's basically got housemates at this point.
0: As a, as a business model, <laughs> it's unsustainable.
1: I just don't think you can bring in a cool 30 grand every couple of weeks because there's just not that many people who give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. But how else are you going to keep your grass-fed salmon habit sustainable? I mean, that shit's not cheap. Mm, you know, yeah. the salmon is forced-fed grass in yeah. a small tub. It's not. We good. are
0: talking about, are, I think Pete's a bit cash poor at the moment.
1: He's got expensive taste, too. He, he, he's not fucking about. So before the fine, I must say, Pete was on fire. He was gloating about his Bitcoin gains. He was selling out his Evolved Sanctuary weekends as quickly as they were listed. And he's clearly doing quite well selling his voodoo machine to willing suckers, which is fine. You know, everyone likes their thing. But now a sense of desperation is really showing. And like, look, I've always said this. Yeah. Pete is not a good grifter. Pete needs to learn more from his mate David Avocado Wolf who shrouds his endless sales pitches in a finely crafted mix of conspiratorial trash and right-wing nonsense, this life-affirming nonsense which makes everyone feel fucking puffy about being, you know, sort of ethno-nationalist, and built this stupidly large wellness empire and a stupidly large amount of money at the same time. (laughs) Pete hasn't managed to find this balance. And since he stopped shitposting on Tuesday and replaced his Tommy Robinson memes with unaccompanied retreat and workshop sales pitches, his (laughs) followers are already growing weary. Mm, Missing their constant fix of conspiratorial fear porn from their favorite cult leader. Here's Mm. a quote from one of his fucking followers. This page is just promotions now. No informative information. Why has it changed, Pete? Why, Pete? Why? There's no informative information. It's, it's very sad. It's very sad to see people feeling so lost without their fucking pilled, lunatic fucking, you know, front man. So this has got to cut him deeply as his desperate rally to get more money in the door has already been met with skepticism. And the worst thing for a grifter is someone to say, oh, mate, you seem to be a bit of a grifter. It's just not. You don't want that. Like, <laughs> it, it is terrifying. I've always said that he's not a good grifter. I maintain it to this day. It is going to be a huge part of what appears to be a serious and very real downfall. And it's it's just like Crackers' Craig Kelly. He resigned from the little party to pursue this career of shitposting. Pete gave up his MKR spot with $800,000 basically so he could pursue his true love of sharing memes about chemtrails, and now he's not even doing that. He's just sitting, staring at a wall, crying. It's it's full on. It's almost sad, you
0: know. I'm just... And to see this, you know, this this guy just completely—I mean, he
1: he is in big trouble now, and he knows it. But he's not only that, but like he, the TGA didn't tell him he had to stop being a Nazi, but yet he's stuck. You know, he stopped posting fucking like you know, great replacement shit. Wow, like you know, it's just such a big deal for Pete. So to Mm. add to this, a wildly narcissistic Pete Evans has been copying a whole bunch of shit about his appearance. <laughs> and this, I don't think is fair, but, you know, whatever. A good pylon's a good pile-on. Oh, yeah. Go hard. But, but, I mean, the poor bastard posts a fucking photo on Telegram with his mum, and news.com.au picks it up and gives him shit for looking beyond his years. And, to be fair, he is 48 going on 60, which is widely attributed to his fear of sunscreen. This article was posted around the time Pete posted his last Tucker clip. I think this actually got to him. Because the yeah. next day... Pete Would have shook was, him up. <laughs> and Pete was spotted in Sydney by the local snappers who took a series of shots of him just kind of walking <laughs> about the place, being described as a – and this is, this is fucked up – a craggy-faced conspiracy theorist.
0: Look, I, I saw the photos. He was definitely – he craggy faced. He was
1: craggy faced. Yeah. And that's that's uh, but it's harsh. I mean, like, you know, give the guy a fucking break. I mean, maybe not. But the Daily Mail made no. a strong effort here to choose some incredibly awkward face shots of the poor bastard. Like, they didn't choose the good ones. There would have been a thousand shots there. Oh no. They picked the absolute worst shots <laughs> of the bunch. Got the old. Got the
0: old light meter out there and, and yeah. gone through that one. He looks like a dick in that one. He yep. looks like a dick. But yep. he does look old. He does, he he, does you know old. He, he, His face is craggy. And and I tell you it what. It is craggy. You, 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 you'd say, mate, I thought you were supposed to be fucking healthy, Pete.
1: I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the grass-fed salmon's look, not doing anything for him.
0: You're looking fucking 70, man. Have a shave, clean yourself up a bit.
1: Yeah, to be fair, I do have friends who are seventy who look better than he does, but that's another story. Yes, thank so you. basically, he looks
0: like a piece of shit.
1: This has got to easily be the worst week for Pete Evans worst. since he shared that neo-Nazi meme. Huge like, I mean, week, but bad. Honestly, this is the next stage in the dismantling of Chef Cook Pete Evans, and it's just—it's just, mm. just like—is the next step going to kill him? I just don't know. So in all seriousness, I've got Pete on a mental health check. The fact that he stopped shitposting is genuinely concerning. If you're knocking about Yukai, maybe go and see how he is. Like, I like to give Pete shit here. It's a fond pastime of mine, one of my fucking favorites. But I'm a little bit worried about him because when Pete stops shitposting, it's a sign that he's truly not doing well. He's not well. He's not well. Something's up. Something's up.
0: You've been listening to the Conditional Release Program with your host, Jack the Insider and Joel Hill. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you've enjoyed our bullshit, throw us a five-star review on your podcast app.
1: Jack can be found on Twitter on at Jack the Insider and Joel on at Crunchy Moses with a K. We set up a Facebook page you can find fairly easily just by searching the name. Uh, you know, it's it's the podcast name. but Conditional Release Program. That's that's the name. You, you've been paying the attention, The Conditional Release Program. So look, we podcast. If you keep on saying it, maybe we'll get more listeners. So basically, don't worry about sharing the podcast. Don't worry this week. We're going to skip it. We're just going to get Jack to stare at a wall and say the Conditioner Release Program.
0: I actually just said it subliminally. It's like a dog whistle. It's brilliant. Uh, We've um, fixed uh, the problem.
1: uh, So- All the listeners are going to come in mostly because we're going to hold on to a piece of Shungite and divine them. But in lieu of that, share the podcast for us. Come on, guys. Get your fucking hat together. We know you can do it.
0: You've got friends. We're very, very pleased with uh, a a great many of our listeners who get in touch with us. And finally, all feedbacks, tips, and death threats should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if you've uh, spun in from across the universe and you're keen to lay an alien probing on us. You first, Joe.
1: Yeah, all right. See you, folks. See you guys. Cheers.